we are going to head across straight away and catch up now with uh, Thomas Morgan from the Northern Territory News because we know that there has been a report uh, which was initially published over the course of the weekend which showed that NT Police Management was aware of a home it housed officers in and had been having mould issues with as far back as 2003. Now, joining me on the line to tell us a little bit more about this situation is Tom Morgan. Good morning to you, Tom. Uh, good morning, Katie. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to have you on, Tom. Now, tell us a little bit more about this story. What exactly has happened? Um, well, it's it's a bit of a long story, but um, back in, in 2017, this, uh, this lovely family, um, Stephen, who I, I talked to in the original story um, in the Sunday paper, um, they uh, all moved up to um, a remote community in on the Tiwi Islands. Um, they were provided with a home and, you know, quite soon after Stephen tells me they started noticing a lot of mould growing on the walls um, it now turns out NT police um, were aware of, of issues with that home as early as 2003 um, and that there was uh, you know there was mould reports um, dating back that far um, and that you know the advice that the police had given tenants in that NT police mm-hmm. home was you know just keep your keep your aircon running 24 7 basically um, now it all sort of came to a head back in, in, I think, March 2019 when this young girl, Sienna, yeah. um, had a, a pretty frightening medical episode. She ended up having to be medivaced um, to uh, the Royal Darwin Hospital where she was, you know, basically had a throat infection um, and uh, needed intensive care for 11 days. She suffered complications such as sepsis um, and, um, you know, has been left with... Um, you know, Sorry, debilitating um, sort of uh, ailments. She can't move or feel her toes um, on her right foot. Um, And I believe she also um, can't blink in her left eye. Oh, goodness, um, mate. It's quite shocking. Um, And the family are very much of the belief that the mould in that home which a later report found there were very high levels of mould, mould spores in the air as well. Yep. Um, they are very much of the opinion that that was the cause. Tom, what has been the reaction from the Northern Territory uh, Police, Fire and Emergency Services since uh, this story first ran over the weekend? Yeah, well, I, I went to them on Thursday for just, you know, I sent them very detailed questions. I think it was about five or six questions that I sent them. I outlined basically the entire story. Um, and then on Friday, um, just got told, look, probably won't be able to get your response before the end, before Monday. Um, and I was like, fair enough. I think we'll continue to run the story, though. Yeah. Um, and basically, they got back to me yesterday with, I think, three lines of responses, um, which, you know, fair enough. If it's a matter that's before WorkSafe, there is an investigation now that's been launched by WorkSafe. Um, there was a letter from the Attorney General at the time, Selena Yubo, saying that they will launch an investigation into this and that they want to look into it more. So I guess they have to respect that investigation, but um, not a great deal of, of information coming out of NT Police. Tom, where to now for this little family? I mean, how is this little girl and uh, and, and where uh, is, the, is her father still a member of the Territory Police Force? No, he moved back to New Zealand and, and that's... Part of his, his anger is that the only real thing that NT Police sort of provided him with in the aftermath, according to him, mm. was moving expenses to move to New Zealand. Um, so they now live in New Zealand um, on a farm 
um, you know, little Sienna's still got lifelong. Um, you know, we'll have to deal with those issues um, from her medical episode for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, and Stephen, um, her father, is is obviously still pretty upset about it. I mean, it, it you know, he moved to that island um, for a dream job. Yeah. He moved his family, and um, and I guess now they're they're li- living with the aftermath of it, and. Um, you know, that they are really angry and want to see action. Mm. Um, they want to see, you know, at least some answers as to, you know, or some acknowledgement that, you know, this yeah. home wasn't up to standard and that it played a role in, in, you know, his daughter's condition. Now, it's a terrible situation. Um, yeah. yeah, Tom, um, yeah, it's a terrible situation, mate. And, um, and look, I'll be really interested to see if, uh, you know, if you do get a response, obviously, then uh, from the Territory Police. I understand that you did, uh, you have uh, had a response, though, from the Police Association? Yes. Um, yes, Paul McHugh did talk quite um, extensively about it to me yep. yesterday. Um, basically outlined that, you know, the NTPA were aware of reports dating back to 2003 of this home, um, that, you know, this is far from, you know, it's, it's a significant and severe incident, but it is far from alone. Mm-hmm. There are lots of other issues, not just with, you know, police housing, but with remote housing broadly as well. Um, and that's an issue that obviously NT government, Mr McHugh says, is, mm-hmm. you know, that's an issue that's been dating back over multiple NT government um, I guess. Yeah. Well, we've got to make sure these homes are up to scratch. You know, we're talking about accommodation that, uh, you know, that our police and our, and our, those that work in those communities, whether it's police or whether it's, um, whatever, um, government department, it needs to be up to scratch. And certainly, uh, people need to be safe in those homes. Yeah. And I mean, you know, people, people do, like, as Stephen said to me, he moved out there for his dream job. Mm. Um, and he wanted, you know, to create an experience for his family and pro- provide for his family and do it in a very unique part of the world. And and for this to happen, um, I think, you know, in his eyes, it's deeply shocking. And uh, and I feel like he also feels a bit of guilt about it, which I, I don't think, you know, necessarily he needs to feel. Um, and, and so to bring these sorts of issues to light, mm. I think, is really important. And I think action needs to be taken um, on, on making sure that these homes are up to scratch, you know, even if you know, a link between this little girl's medical episode and the mould in that home cannot be definitively reached. I mean, the pictures um, that you may have seen in my story yeah. uh, paint a pretty, uh, you know, dire picture of, of the living conditions in that home. And and the family, you know, they did do their due diligence. They yeah. tried to clean the home. They used chemicals. It just grew back. Um, yeah. So for them... You know, they they at least want to see something done. Yeah, which I think is uh, is absolutely fair enough. Well, Tom Morgan, uh, the uh, political reporter, and uh, and also covering off on lots of different issues with the Northern Territory News. It's always good to catch up with you. We appreciate your time this morning and talking us through this story. Thanks for having me on, Katie. Thank you.